Hello everyone, it's Sanji and you're listening to the Your Girl Trying to Make It podcast. I co-host this podcast with three other Gen Z girls of color where we discuss our journeys navigating through college and post-college in this crazy modern world. In our episodes, we share our authentic conversations about our lives and experiences. I hope that you'll enjoy listening to us trying to figure out how the heck we make it out here. Welcome back to your girl trying to make it. Today, we are back with me, Suwern. And me, Kayla. And we're going to talk about networking and developing relationships. Um, and if you all don't know, I guess a little bit of a background would be that, I guess I can speak for myself and then Kayla can speak to herself. Um, I'm a recent grad, so I studied finance, so business student all the way went to business undergrad school and um all my throughout my degree I think a lot of business school students can relate like one of the things that we're told all the time is to network it's literally all about networking and so this is something that is an interesting topic for me to talk about also the, from the lens that I'm an introvert and I don't naturally just talk a lot or talk to that many people or talk all the time so I always like talking about this t- topic um, to other people who also may be an introvert too and, and find it difficult on their end. But what about you, Kayla? No, for sure. Like, I know she, like you just mentioned that like business students all the way, like that's what you learn. Like you learn about networking, you learn about like resume building and all these great things that are like literally necessary to like either land an internship, get a job, etc. No matter like what industry you're in, um, which is why, like, it's great if you're in business, but, like, I feel, especially on, like, as a pre-med, and I feel like if you're any other major, like, English, history, architecture, they don't really teach you about, like, networking, how to, like, present yourself, how to sell yourself, not, like, sell your soul, but just, like, advertise your skills, and so, for sure, on my end, I never got any like tips on it never got any tricks on it but I was fortunate enough to like kind of be that like I myself am like a very talkative person um and so it's always been really easy for me to sort of just talk to people kind of just Mm -hmm. learn more about them because I've always like just like been really interested in like people's like life journeys so I guess like that's always been like my quote-unquote form of networking because like I'm always curious about other people's lives and so it's been good for me, but I know that a lot of people have questions on just like, how do you cold email? How do you reach out to someone? Do you just ask for their number? Do you ask like, like, what do you do, you know? And I know it's really difficult because sometimes you're like, you don't want to put yourself out there to get rejected. And I think that's what holds a lot of people back, including myself. Um, so that's definitely something that I think a lot of people face if they're not in business and even if they are in business you know like sometimes you just don't want to do it yeah yeah and the funny thing is that even even going through all that training or like being told about it in school it is nothing like actually putting it into practice and um I honestly because like I said being an introvert 
and also kind of like being an international student maybe also being like a younger like woman too I felt it I felt like the the thing the strategies that were taught to me were just not natural to think about like you like we get taught like you know you have to think about what value you bring to other people but um how do you you know how do you think about that in a way that is natural and not just like you you are just asking 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 and I think there are a lot of um, common misconceptions about it in which I've been talking to Kayla about this even before we were recording um like how fake can be sometimes or um the way you ask and the tone and demeanor and you ask and like how how a networking call is like and the only reason why I really feel much more confident now to talk about this is because I have been actively making it a point to network with people and not just network with people who um who look like me but also people who have maybe some similar interests but also work in different fields or don't look like me or have a different background and all that kind of things which can be terrifying and I think still is terrifying to the people who I know and they're like oh sorry it's networking I'm like I still find it terrifying um but I can definitely share some tips about um putting yourself in, in the best position and feeling most comfortable as you can before before that but Kayla I would like to know like because you mentioned it comes really natural for you to like talk to people and, and you never got that like formal training or education about that what have been like things that you found helpful or you find yourself doing before networking or, or going into a building a relationship and um how is how does that work out for you yeah so for me a lot of it just comes from of course like preparation is always key just because then you feel more comfortable as if like you do know what you're talking about you know about the person you're talking about i for me i always did a lot of like um background digging i guess kind of like into like what that person does so for me specifically it was always like what the person researches what they're interested in um or if it wasn't for a company like what that company is about what that stands for and that always really helps because then you can kind of see how like your tone should be and what you should talk about for sure but besides that I think it's really good to just put yourself out there just like socially as well because um for me like in high school I did like speech and debate And it's definitely not the same as like networking by any means, but it definitely helps you build the confidence that you need in order to network because it's like you're establishing a point, you're trying to persuade them to do something, you're just persuading the judge to vote for you. And you need to have like the right body language for them to be able to be like, yes, I do trust you. And you can't see me right now, but because I'm talking about networking and stuff, I feel like I'm using like my hands and my body more and so you can see me. But yeah, it's all about that. Um, One thing I will say is that it definitely has been more, at least on my end, like more awkward to kind of like network and build relationships over like online for sure, because there's a certain, like, it's just different, you know, like, I feel like people can't sense like my energy or like how enthusiastic I am. Cause like, if you're in person, you can show like you're enthusiastic by like leaning forward, um, kind of like, like looking at them very intently, like that kind of like, and like nodding your head, you know, and it feels like a lot more natural to do it like that that but when you're on zoom you can kind of like you can't move as much because it just looks like you're just like chaotic (laughs) so like I don't know I don't know I I know that I I nod a lot when I'm in person but when I I start nodding online I just feel really weird doing it I'm like I should just stop nodding and I think it's just because like you can see yourself and everything you do so you're just like let me just like stop but then I feel like I just look bored you know so there's definitely an art form to doing it online for sure and I know you can see 
so you worry speak more about this because I know something else that's really helpful in like the online world right now at least for me that I recently picked up is like LinkedIn um that was like a key for me because I know like I used to do it through email always and I still do for sure like for researchers like they don't have LinkedIn's but for like companies that are like businesses like that like that is key because like I sent a cold email and they didn't respond and so I was like what the heck I'm just gonna send them a message on LinkedIn and like thank goodness they responded you know so and that was also the encouragement of like uh, Mariana who was our other girl because she I know she we spoke before that like she's really good at like using LinkedIn and stuff and so definitely took some tips from her as well Mm -hmm. and we also kind of grew up in like the digital age where you can meet people online and not in the creepy way that your parents tell you not to do but in a professional realm or obviously like safer spaces and funnily enough I feel like I didn't really network that much before um before I graduated I, I I did a lot of net like networking calls after and that was already when the pandemic happened so everything was already on zoom everything was on online and online communities and in a weird way that actually gave me more confidence because people can't see what I really like look like right now and I only have to prepare for the call when I actually like talk to them right Mm -hmm. and um and oftentimes I kid you not it's really the calls that I didn't expect that "Eh, like she seems really interesting I like her background I like to get to know more about what she gets to do and like um, blah blah and we have some commonalities and then and then once we talk I realize we have more and more things in in common and I think an important thing to note too is that I know we're kind of like there's so many things to touch upon in like networking but um an important thing is when you have like you call with people and you're like hey can I have like 10 minutes of your time 15 minutes, 30 minutes to talk about um, MBA applications or what is it like to work in this company, um, blah, blah, blah. I saw you're also an alumni. Like, finding those commonalities is really key too because it's more likely that they will accept your request. They're more likely to, like, take a call of you. And also lowering expectations. I think that was something I recently learned. Like, there are some people you just like, oh my gosh, like, I, we would connect so well and then we have a call and you're just like, um yeah it was all right like you you don't see like you know much follow-up after there after that um and then there's some people that you're like oh we have some things in common but like I don't really see the overlap but you still really want to talk to them because you think they're cool and you talk and you're like holy crap like we have so many things in common I really want to connect with you next time like let's set up a monthly call so it really is like you shoot your shot but you don't even know if it will it's like it's like making it's making friends basically like to put it in plain terms like now exactly. exactly making friends but with the intention that hopefully you can learn more about them and and somehow you can help them as much as they help you and like in in like a normal friendship you know you like your friends someone because you think they're awesome and you also want to be a support system for them and they be a support system for you but not all of your friends turn into your BFFs right so. <laughs> You can't expect that from every single call. You not everyone is a BFF to you. Mm-hmm. No, I love that you said it like that. Like exactly, treat networking as a friendship. And I think a lot of times we think of it as like a one way street kind of thing. Where like, mm-hmm. oh, like I'm gonna ask you for something, and like that's the end. And that makes sense, of course. Is like what it's like. It's like what can I offer you with your like? So and, like you're in this position of like authority, this position of like expertise. Like I have nothing to offer you. Um, but don't think of it as, as that way. I think definitely thinking of it as um, a two-way street for sure. Like, obviously, you're not, you, 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 don't, you don't have to offer, like, 
your time or your money or anything, but definitely like if they if they have any questions, they want your input, like definitely give it back. And just like showing genuine like kindness and just not that you're 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 there to get something from them, you know? And something that one of my friends told me is that don't treat it as if it's like transactional. It's not like they have to give you something. If anything, it's just like 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 Sue Sue Warren said, you're there to like learn from them. And that's something that I've always like really done them for me at least like I've never thought of it as like networking for me I just always just talk to people that like I'm, I'm interested in and I just continue to learn, like, to learn more about them I ask about like their life like how they got to where they were and it's just genuine questions that I'm interested in and maybe that is networking but I've never thought of it as, as if like I'm getting something from them but rather that I'm just here to learn from them and I think that hopefully that they sense that sort of like genuineness that I, I am there and so we, I think there is definitely an art to being authentic in how you build relationships and for sure. And I would also say too, like, um, if you, for like, if you genuinely don't really want to get to know them, then, then don't talk to them uh-huh. <laughs> because people intuitively, you can tell if you just don't, are not interested and like, if you're taking a call with someone, if you're send some, sending someone a message or an email, you're also taking time away from their day and like you're taking up space in their inbox. And so mm-hmm. if you genuinely, and and the point I'm trying to say is that don't um, don't network for the sake of networking also. And I think this is one of the ter- uh, one of the lessons I have heard from some other people is like coming in with a goal and being someone like genuinely, I'm not someone who's like very super, goal oriented I'm just kind of like go with the flow (laughs) but also like I I consider myself a genuine person if I don't really want to talk to them I'm not going to talk to them because I don't want to waste their time they could be talking to someone who is way more interested in them than I am and I also don't want to take away the time from their day so it's like you want to be intentional about if if there's someone you want to look up uh, talk to or a company that you want to talk to be intentional about who you reach out to it's not about like the quantity of how many connections you have but also like the quality of like these are people you genuinely do want to know because maybe they have a similarity to you or maybe they're in a path that you really specifically want to go to like from maybe a finance major to venture capital and stuff like that and so it's, it's really not about the quantity and yeah, so I can I definitely feel like quality is definitely a point to make here because something that I don't know, I don't know about you, but for me for sure, after like for example, for me it's like it's in research. So I was in a lab for like 2 years and I was in high school and then I went to college. And so I told them I was like, "Oh, I want to take like the summer off just to like, you know, relax before I go to college and etc." And then I did feel bad for not like reaching back out after that summer was over. Um, I, I don't know about you, but how do you sort of approach like ending these relationships, quote unquote, or just like if you don't see them as regularly as you used to because like they're no longer your mentor, how do you sort of approach that? Because for me, at least I because of that aspect and if I don't like continue to work with them, I just leave them without like I don't know, like keeping in touch or anything. I, I, I really feel like like I was like fake, you know? Mm-hmm. I, to be honest, a lot of the connections I have right now, like, maybe I'm not the best person to, like, answer this question. A lot of them are very, like, recent within, like, the past year or two. And so it's not even, like, I've been around them for long. But the few ones that I've had for a while are with, like, professors. 
and the best way honestly to like like in genuine in genuinely connect with people and keep up with them is just following them on linkedin or social media and you know how like we connect with friends like on like, on instagram and we like react to their yeah. stories yeah. and actually like talk to them but you're like you're still in their life and they still see like you're alive and you're like mm-hmm. thriving and, and what you're up to I think that's probably the best way if you don't want to have to send them like an email every year um mm-hmm. because I honestly don't do that but there are a few connections I have like for one or two professors that I am really close to that I email like every few months to kind of update them on what I'm doing um because they generally turn into friends and those are like professors I really want to like keep in my life, you know, like. Oh my god! And so, um, and like, <laughs> shout out to one of my professors who like sent me a Christmas like playlist. <laughs> That's so cute. I know it's adorable. He's so nice. Um, one of my best finance professors ever. Shout out to Professor Dale. He doesn't have a phone, so he probably isn't <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> but um, yeah, actually, one of the things I want to talk about was. The feeling of intimidation when reaching out to people because that is probably oh, where yeah. my, my introvertedness shouts out from the most mm-hmm. like feeling like especially if you're a recent grad or you're unemployed and then you're reaching out to a recruiter or you're reaching out to someone from the company you're kind of thinking like I don't know not everyone obviously but to you out there who are thinking like that um, and you're reaching out to them you still have something to offer and what the mindset I would go about it is like think of it from if you were in the other person's perspective like you were quote in air quotes like successful (laughs) um and you hustled through your role and you got where you are now but um in in a random student reaches out to you sends you a cold LinkedIn request with a message saying like hey I really I'm inspired by the career you get to do right now. I would love to be like you one day. Can I can I grab a virtual coffee with you for 30 minutes? I would love to know how you got to where you are, why you chose this career. I'm currently studying this and I'm wondering if I could channel go into that career path. What is the likeliness of you accepting that request and being like, hey, I would love to help you out? Like it's pretty high. And so if you think about it, it's not really like like you just trying to get a job everywhere you go if you ask something like that from that perspective but also thinking from the other person's perspective why would they say yes to you how do you make it easiest for them like the easiest way for them to say yes add your calendar link give them times like hey these are the times that work for me tell me which ones work for you you know and so you are not just getting them to say yes but making it easy to say yes to you you know and um and yeah people generally everyone has a job <laughs> oh everyone who has a job was at one point not having a job um and so everyone can relate to that you know that job searching journey and so mm. just tap into that and like people can empathize and if they don't reply to you move on to the next person yeah. like that's it no hard feelings that's so true like i think a lot of times like we're scared of like that rejection you know but just really take that leap because the way I thought of it like like you said like thinking it from their perspective was that I think of it like they probably get like a ton of these emails you know like or a ton of these requests so it's not as if like I'm special and not to say that like you know they don't feel special or anything like of course we're all special we're all unique but I've always thought of it as like 
you know, like I'm not special. I'm just like one out of many. So, you know, so it's not as if like you're a huge, like you've made a huge like dent or impact in their life quite just yet, you know, so don't be afraid to just ask for something. Because if like, it turns out that like you made a bad impression, like, no worries, like you were probably just a small part of their life, like just, you know, so the worst that can happen is that like, they don't respond, they don't say anything. But then it's like, they weren't part of your life anyway. So Mm -hmm. it's like no biggie. And um, I think that's really key for sure. Like, just like, take that leap. Because for me, it's always like the what if, you know, I think that's always a really big motivator for me to do things. Because if not, I just keep thinking about I'm like, like, I'm like, if I took the opportunity right now, like, I would be like, able to, to like to write this to do this. And so I think that's a really important factor. Mm-hmm. Um, something else that I was really curious about that you mentioned earlier, Seward, was that the fact that you're able to sort of like, keep talking to these people and just update them. Um, Cause I definitely tried that thing this semester. Like I sent um, like an email to those to those those past researchers, and for me, my my excuse was like it's like the COVID pandemic. So I was like just checking in, see how you're doing. Cause like before, like I I didn't know how to like start it. I didn't know how to open it. I didn't know like what to say necessarily. Cause like I definitely want to like keep these people in my life, keep them up to date on what I'm doing. Hopefully, like they'll share with you what they're doing. Cause like I'm also genuinely curious in what they're doing. Um, but I never knew how to start it. But the pandemic for me was a great excuse to be like, I'm thinking about you. I hope you're safe. Here's what's happening with me. What's up? So yeah, I was, I'm like very curious on how you did that. Yeah. Um, the honest fact is that a lot of them were people I asked questions about for graduate school and like career path. And those are people who directly have told me like they want to be in the know of what's happening and like keep them updated if how my career journey goes and and so I think I got an exit strategy in that area like oh I just have to just update them and and, and I also genuinely want to know what's going on and like you brought up a good point like bringing up the fact that like you want to check in on pe- people and I think more often than not um people also like receiving emails from people asking about how they're doing <laughs> like it's very really? true yeah because like I don't know about y'all, but I watched the documentary, um, I think it's like Social Connection, or uh, yeah, I already forgot what it's called, but it's about like the social social media and how we're addicted to like using it. Social Dilemma? <laughs> social Dilemma, yes. Mm-hmm. And I am addicted to checking my emails because of the gratification of feeling like I'm gonna get a new email of someone asking like oh I'm a student and I listen to your podcast and I would love to learn so more about it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely thinking like what if someone messages me like something like that I want to help like I want to like give back you know and and like so I think but also the fact that people get like 10,000 emails every single day so you don't ex- you can't expect any in reply within 24 hours that's like baseline um expectation mm-hmm. but the fact that I think people just genuinely nowadays have more empathy towards like communication online. People are not going to be like, why are you sending an, me an email? And even if they think that, if they, I don't think they're going to actually tell you. If mm-hmm. worse comes to worse, they just may not reply you and that's it. But you still got to send your email and be nice and, mm-hmm. and update them. And who knows, like they could have still read it but didn't have time to reply. But... 20 years down the line they're like oh wait I remember you told me this and um I have the perfect like opportunity for you let me I I just sent it to you over but I, I forgot to reply your email back then you know like 
So I would say the moral of the story in that in that whole blurb was to really pursue what you feel like doing, even if it's a little scary. Um, if it's scary, close your eyes and hit the send button. <laughs> because at the end of the day, like, um, I know at least most people have like good intentions, and and so it's not like you know you, you just gotta do what you want to do. <laughs> no, for sure. And I think something that like I recently learned was that like yes, people are so busy. Like in a high mm-hmm. school, I used to send an email and be like. Why didn't they respond? Like, it's been three days. It's been a week, whatever, you know? And I was, I was like, like, no way. They're, like, this rude, right? Um, and then, like, I enter college, and I'm just, like, there's so many things going on, I think, that you kind of learn as you get older. So now I'm, like, I have empathy towards, like, these people that d- thankfully responded to me because, like, now I'm sure like, I am not bombarded by as many emails as other people for sure or as many messages. But I think it definitely, like, because you're, especially now, because you're online so much, whatever, whatever, you just don't have the energy, nor do you want to respond, like, right away. But you know that you'll definitely, like, get back to it, you know, because, like, we're not their priority, you know. Like, you're not going to be their priority quite just yet or Mm -hmm. ever. And so I think being patient is definitely something that I've learned and understanding that people are definitely busy. People have have lives. Um, And so – being patient is really important and another tip too is like focusing on the people who actually reply you because like with all that we just said like people are busy it's it's people don't reply all the time or fast to begin with but the people who do those are the that shows you that they have genuine interest in helping you out or genuine interest in like getting to know you too and focus on those people focus on the people who give you that chance or want to open that conversation and the people who don't reply like I mean, I don't want to say, but like, screw the people who don't reply to you, because then just no. don't forget about it, you know? I 100% agree. Like, um, I know for me personally, like, when I did the, re- I feel like I keep saying research, but that's like the only thing that I've like networked in, essentially, that I feel like is of substance. But I know when I did research, I literally sent like 50 cold emails, and I got like 